here comes the money. You're now listening to the Gambling with Gold podcast with Jason Gold. Presented by Champions Round. Welcome to Gambling with Gold. My name is Jason Gold. This is a special edition of the podcast. We're going to be doing a big board showdown live mock draft with all of these beautiful faces that you see on screen right now. All of our Champions Round content team, Steph Smalls, Dan Turner, Jeff Hasley. We are going to go through 1 through 32 entire first round of the 2022 NFL draft. Excited to have you all on. How's everybody doing today? Great. Well, I think we should ask Dan first how he's feeling because he shaved his whole face off. So I feel like the appropriate question is, how are you feeling today, Dan? I'm feeling great. Thank you for asking. Never better. I'm yes. I'm Never. I bet Dan, you he's been better. Dan, you look wonderful. You are all wired. For, no, you, you do. Freshly, freshly powdered. Oh, looks like you're right out of the womb. Looking great. You're look, trying to look like a GM right now. I, I appreciate basic training, Dan. Yeah, this is a collectible. It's only lasts for a limited time. <laughs> it's, it's actually we're going to turn it into an FT and sell it on the store in about 20 minutes. So perfect. Get your get your, get your Dan beardless face in right now. Action figure. All right. Uh, so before we get to that, let's talk a little bit about Big Board Showdown. We all love the game. You can go play it right now. You can play with anyone from 6 to 16 players. You draft a roster of 12 NFL draft prospects, and you earn points based on where they are drafted in the real-life NFL draft. Go play right now, and I'm going to play a little teaser for what we have in store. So there you go. That's where you can play with us at Champions Round. Go download the app right now and come play a big board showdown with us. We're all going to be doing our own drafts. Look out on Twitter for invites and codes to come for our drafts. Every day is draft day. We'll be doing tons of live shows for the big board showdown drafts. I will as well. I know Jeff's going to get into some too. So we're looking forward to it. We also have five, seven, six contests that are all live right now for the NFL draft. We have three that are going on for day one of the draft and then one for uh, rounds two and three and rounds four and seven on Saturday. All right. That does it. I got all the business out of the way. Let's party, people. First pick in our mock draft goes to Steph Smalls, who is on the clock with the Jacksonville Jaguars, and she gets to impersonate Trent Balky. Have fun, Steph. This Listen, I want to impersonate him, but I think – for the fans, I'm not going to put anyone through too much misery. It's impossible to really mess up here. It's going to be Aiden Hutchinson. Whether Balky decides that that is a smart choice is a very uh, risky thing to bet on. So I will go Aiden Hutchinson, but I wouldn't be surprised if they end up going Trevon Walker. I really wouldn't because this guy is a, is a spitfire. Is that the most polite way to say it? A spitfire. Yeah, I mean, I guess so. Uh, Jeff, what do you think of the move if they actually went Trayvon Walker here? 
I'd be surprised. I, I think Hutchinson is also the pick. Uh, but if they were to go with another player besides Hutchinson, I think it would be Walker. Um, the the defensive of line really needs to have a boost there in Jacksonville, and uh, either one of those would be pretty good. I just can't foresee them actually taking a chance on a guy like Walker who doesn't have the sort of production that Hutchinson set, uh, such Hutchinson had. I wonder if this has anything to do with Jim Harbaugh and Michigan and Balky. I, I know I mentioned this on my podcast yesterday, but things are obviously a little weird between those two. But, I mean, Balky's in a lot of trouble here. Doug Peterson holds all the power in that organization. We saw what Balky did with Urban Meyer last year. It's lucky that he was even able to keep the GM job. Why take more of a risk and try to swing for a home run on Walker when you have Hutchinson? At worst, he's a double. He could definitely be a home run, but he's a double or a triple all day long. You don't need to take more chances. You have another dynamic player on the other side with Josh Allen. Just have a, Hutch, a guy like Hutchison who can just go in there and make plays and help your defense out. I don't know why you would go Walker here. I feel like with this pick too, not you know, there not being this clarity as far as quarterbacks go, you have to take a guy that you know is going to improve your team tomorrow. It's not like you can't just start taking risks and taking projects here. Like go with the guy that you know at the next level is going to help you, um, and there's a small margin for error. All right. Looks like I'm on the clock with the second pick, Detroit Lions. They could go Trayvon Walker here if he falls. I know there was a report last week that Albert Breer said that Dan Campbell does not like Kayvon Thibodeau's personality. Well, I'm into gambling, and the gambling market suggests that Kayvon Thibodeau is going to be the pick if Aiden Hutchinson goes first. I'm going Kayvon Thibodeau. No one has done more research than the Lions on Thibodeau. I think he's the pick at number two. I wouldn't be shocked if there's some sort of trade here between Detroit and Jacksonville, so Detroit can move up to one and get Aiden Hutchinson. I think that's who they really want. They would be running to the podium if they took Trayvon Walker at number one. But in this situation, Hutchinson goes one to Jacksonville. I take Kayvon Thibodeau from Oregon at number two. Fair. Fine. I would hope <laughs> he falls a little, that's but it, it makes sense, too. I feel you, like you can't pass on him. Either. Do you like want the, him at five? I don't necessarily want him at five. I guess it kind of depends on the way that, uh, you know, the tackles and everything goes. I don't want to say too much because knowing Dan, he'll like do something just to annoy me. But I would like him to fall for sure because the need for the Giants is obviously edge. All right. So, Jeff, you're on the pick at number th- – or you're on the board here at number three with the Houston Texans. Texans need everything possible. So which direction do you want to go here? Yeah, I could potentially go with offensive tackle here, but they still have Laramie Tunsil. And, uh, you know, it's I don't I don't think that they necessarily need to have a left tackle. And it's too late probably to get a right tackle or too early to get a right tackle here at this pick. Um, I do think, though, that they need defensive end help. Uh, you know, right now they have Jonathan Greenard, who actually is, is not a bad type of player. Uh, he had eight sacks last year, but he's their, their top defensive end right now, and they really don't have anyone else, Kingsley Kiki. Um, you know, so I think that Houston will be ecstatic to get a defensive end here, and I am going to go with – what do you think? Uh, I'm thinking Trayvon Walker, but maybe Jermaine Johnson. I don't know. <laughs> no, no, I was going to say Trayvon Walker, right, but uh, – uh, Jermaine Johnson, I think, is is not a bad option here, but I don't see him as a, a top five type of pick. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Walker. 
as the the Texans' number three pick in the draft. All righty. That puts Dan on the board with the New York Jets at number four. Three defensive linemen off the board. I know that the Jets are really interested in defensive linemen or potentially an offensive lineman here. Maybe a cornerback, although the Jets beat seems to think that they're not going to go cornerback here. They could go wide receiver at four. They could also potentially package this for Debo Samuel, who requested a trade today. Which direction do you see them going, Dan? Well, if the draft uh, shakes out like this, and we know that Robert Sala does one defensive end help with, with taking the top three defensive ends at one, two, and three, kind of eliminates that. So I'm just going to go ahead and take the uh, best offensive lineman on the board, which you can't go wrong with, and take Evan Neal from, uh, from Alabama for the Jets. All right, so reports on the board right now that I saw earlier, I believe it was Albert Breer, that the Jets, if it gets to a situation between Kayvon Thibodeau and Iki Aquanu, those are the guys that they're deciding between uh, Kayvon Thibodeau plus 275 to be the fourth overall pick and Iki Aquanu plus 850 to be the fourth overall pick. I would be surprised, to be honest with you, if they took another offensive lineman after taking Becton and Elijah Vera Tucker in the last two years. But – it's possible. They want to protect their best asset right now, and they think their best asset is Zach Wilson. So I wouldn't be surprised to see them go O-line, I guess. And Evan Neal, Dan, as you wrote earlier, that article's on Champions Round right now, that you believe that Evan Neal is the number one offensive lineman in this class. Yep. So getting him at number four, you know, they do have uh, a pretty good offensive line, but, I mean, you can always, always do better. You know, there are a lot of injuries. Uh, the right side is, has a couple of question marks on it. So uh, I'm really comfortable taking them here. All right, Steph, you're on the board. New York Giants at five, and you also have the, pick, the wraparound at seven. I'm pretty sure I know who this pick is, but why don't you it's break Malik down? Willis. That's what's going to happen. Give me Brees Hall. No, I'm kidding. Icky. <laughs> Get on out. So it will be Icky. Uh, you know, that flexibility there. I, first of all, an obvious need for this team. If you're going to commit to Daniel Jones, you have to protect him. Uh, The O-line has obviously just been absolutely abysmal for years at this point. And you get a guy that does have the flexibility to to both play tackle and guard, be full-time tackle. um, And you start securing that line there so they can hopefully get some production. All right. I think that's a safe pick. I do think that if Neil or Iquanu is there, uh, they're definitely going to end up with one of those guys. If they're both off the board there. So let's say that the board goes Hutchinson, Thibodeau, Neil Iquanu, top four. Seth, where do you want them to go? Well, as much as I'm – Cross is growing on me. I know a lot of people are very high on him, um, which is fine. It sounds like from the Giants camp they're very, very high on him. It will not surprise me if they take Cross. I think as long as one of these guys is sitting there, they're going to take them. All right. Sounds good. So, O-Lyman, no matter what – the old Kevin Costner from draft day draft an O-lineman, no matter what, put that little sticky note on your computer. If you're Joe Shane in, uh, in New York. All right. Carolina up at six, a really, really interesting pick given the fact that they have no second rounder, no third rounder, no fourth rounder, Anita quarterback, $18 million committed to Sam fricking Darnold and Matt roll with his ass absolutely on fire in Carolina. Jeff, where are we going here? So, okay, with, uh, with uh, Iki Iquanu and Evan Neal off the board, the Panthers are left with just Carl's Cross if they decide to go with offensive tackle here. I think this is an opportunity for them to trade down to a team. I know we can't do it in this draft, but to trade down 
with, you know, either Atlanta, Seattle, uh, Washington, Pittsburgh, any one of those, whoever has the best deal to move up and try to get Malik Willis, I think Carolina should jump at that, especially if they could get back into the, into the top 12 with this pick. Uh, and then they could potentially trade down again because, like you said, they need draft capital. But we can't do that in this mock. So um, putting all of that aside, I do think that Carolina would go ahead and take Charles Cross. He's been compared to other offensive tackles who are more strong in terms of pass protection, like a Trent Williams. Uh, it, not to say that he's not a good run blocker, but pass protection is definitely his strength, his forte. And that's something that, of course, Carolina would would love to have. I see him as an offensive tackle who could be in the league as a standout player upwards of 10 years. So you, if that person comes across your plate, you get him. So Carolina is going to take Charles Cross. I agree with that. If they say it's six, I do not think that they would take Pickett at six. No, I hope I have not. A hard time, I have a hard time believing that. Uh, and I do think that a trade is probably the most likely scenario here if your GM Fittner is actually the one in charge. I yeah. believe that he is. Yeah. If it's, I, Matt, if it's Matt Rule, I don't think there's a trade down here. Yeah. And another reason why they might not take Malik Willis themselves is because, you know, they don't, they're not in necessarily a, a place right now to bring along a prospect type of quarterback. They don't really have that, the, the personnel. Um, they need someone who could come in and play play right away. And whether that's going to be, uh, hopefully it's not Sam Darnold next year, although there's still speculation of such, but they could also per- perhaps get Baker Mayfield in a trade or Jimmy Garoppolo either in a trade or if he's later released uh, post-June 1st, they could look at signing him. So questions abound in Carolina, and I think a lot's going to be known at the uh, – at the end of this first round. All right. I'm going to make a prediction here and someone's not going to trade up for a quarterback. Minnesota Vikings trade up from 12 to six to take a cornerback. They trade you a third round pick and you flip that third round pick for Jimmy Garoppolo and the San Francisco 49ers. That's what I think (laughs) happens. Okay. Jason's thought process is always so calculated. Well, he's like, this is what's going to happen. He knows every single step. It's literally one of my favorite things. It (laughs) could, it could happen. And we heard it here. First, you're gonna go back and go back to this video and be like, "Hey, yeah. get this section." <laughs> I, I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Parts in a row, and then he says, "Like, yeah, this happens, and the third goes here, and the fourth goes." Yeah, it's clear. <laughs> I'm building a, a gambling Rubik's cube in my brain right now. No one else has to understand <laughs> it, but hopefully, I do. All right, uh, Steph, you're up again with the New York Giants at number seven. I'm gonna guess that you're gonna go quarterback here, but I, I want to hear where you're gonna go. It's going to be Mr. Sauce Gardner. I think this is a perfect fit given Martindale, given the way that this draft, this board has laid out here. I think that you don't pass on him. Stingley, you can make an argument for. I know, Jason, we've talked about Ahmad even possibly going higher than this at four to the Jets. Um, and I think he's in a position to go in the top five. It, again, wouldn't totally shock me, um, but I think he is the perfect fit in wink system with this blitz heavy uh d that he has i i love gardner um just adding to the giants roster it's just i think that'd be a slam dunk between icky and gardner awesome that would be an absolutely awesome draft for the new york giants if it happens i'm more partial to Derek stingley i would take him over sauce 
just because of the 2019 tape, but I don't think that you can go wrong with Sauce right. here of seven. I don't disagree with you. It's just that the Giants literally cannot mess up, and I think they cannot take someone that has had like an injury history. Just keep it simple at this point, guys. Let's not let's not do anything crazy. <laughs> it's exactly like the Jacksonville Jaguars thing. Like you just need to get have a win on the board, right? So it's why easy. go why mm-hmm. go for the home run when you can right. hit the double or triple and you'll be fine. All right, Dan Turner, you are up at eight with the Atlanta Falcons. Very, very interested to see where you go here. The Falcons kind of like uh, Houston could use a lot of help all over the place. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so there's plenty of different uh, positions where they could go. Uh, the way the board is, you know, shaping up now, uh, I'm going to go ahead uh, and get some help for their uh, defensive backfield and actually take Derek Singley. Oh, mm-hmm. all right. Ah, uh, the Giants bullied you. <laughs> they didn't. Wow. I was going to take Stingley regardless. Uh, but I think I, I agree. I think Stingley uh, will end up a better pro than, than Gardner uh, when it's all said and done. Uh, I think that, you know, a lot is being made of his, you know, freshman versus his later on uh, tape. But um the Falcons can go a bunch of places. They can take Willis here. They can take a wide receiver. But I think, you know, having that after a Stingley, he's definitely one of the top two guys at corner. So I'm I'm happy with getting him there. I was not expecting that pick. I'm a little flabbergasted. I think it's a good – I mean, pairing Stingley and A.J. Terrell is a mm-hmm. nightmare for other teams. That would be really, really good for their defense. I mean, it would leave their offense really open for this season. Obviously – uh, wide receiver has been heavily projected to them, but Stingley's a great player, so I could definitely see it happening here at eight. Puts me on the board at number nine with the Seattle Seahawks. I was going to take Stingley if he was there. Uh, I could see a way where they want to double up at safety and go Kyle Hamilton, although everything that I've read, he's going to fall out of the top ten. I'm going to go – let's say that Baker gets cut and he goes to the Steelers. <laughs> Let's say that Jimmy goes to the Carolina Panthers. <laughs> Seattle Seahawks are not saying with Drew Locke. Give me Malik Willis at number nine. Woo-hoo! Yeah. There Ooh. it is. I love it. How confident do you are you, Jason, that Malik Willis will be a top ten pick? Not very. I don't think I don't feel confident that any of the quarterbacks are going to be a top 10 pick. The, the betting market would suggest that Pickett will be outside the top 10. Malik Willis will be inside the top 10. I think there's a chance that someone trades up to get him. I obviously think here at Seattle, like that's a really good spot for him. If the quarterback quarterback market kind of shakes out the way that I think it might, but I wouldn't say that I'm confident. I'm not going to put a bet on Willis to be a top 10 pick. Fair enough. All right, Jeff, that puts you on the board at number 10 with the New York Jets. Again, another pick that may be shipped out for Debo Samuel. We'll see how that all shakes out. But assuming that it stays as is, who do you think uh, the Jets take at number 10? Well, their their pick at four was Evan Neal, offensive tackle, strong uh, place there. I, I was wondering if perhaps a defensive player would go there. Um, however, that didn't happen. I do think that they're leaning defense here. They could take a wide receiver. There's every single wide receiver on the board. But I really honestly think that Kyle Hamilton is a difference maker in this league, and uh, I am going to go with with Hamilton joining the Jets. I was either thinking Hamilton or one of Gardner or Stingley would be a great fit for the Jets, and with Stingley and Gardner already gone, Hamilton's the pick. I mean, 
I, I get the bad. reason why you would go Hamilton, Hamilton here. It seems like the Jets have been mocked to every single wide receiver here at 10. So I guess using wisdom of the crowds, I would believe that they'd probably go wide receiver here. But Hamilton in that backfield, again, they, they definitely need a cornerback or help in the defensive back. So, and you, he's going to be a big time player. The tape at Notre Dame certainly suggests that he will be one. Uh, but he's his uh, four seven forty definitely brought him down the board quite a bit. I, I like the combination between him and Jordan Whitehead. Jordan Whitehead was a, was a good safety last year for Tampa Bay and for the Jets to get him uh, and get Hamilton. I think that's an excellent combination that could obviously do dangerous things there for uh, the Jets. All right, so I'm up here at number eleven with the Washington Commanders. They tweeted it out earlier. I might as well do it. They're taking one of the wide receivers from Ohio State, whoever <laughs> is available between Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave. I think that in the real world, I think Olave is going to go here because I think that Wilson is going to go in the top 10. But given the way that this board is sh- shaken down, uh, I'm going to go Garrett Wilson here at number 11 to the Washington Commanders. That's a good pick for them. All right, number 12. Steph, you are on the board. I know that the Vikings really want a cornerback. Again, they might trade up for one. But given the situation here, there is one still available, one of the top three available. Might want to go there. Might want to go some other directions. Where do you uh, see them going here at number 12? So I actually was hoping that Hamilton would fall to them here. Um, I see if he is available at 12, it, again, wouldn't surprise me if the Vikings go that route. Something that's interesting, which I'm not going to do it in this mock, but I'm warming up to the idea of the Vikings actually taking a receiver, which probably sounds insane, but I am warming up to that. They're going to have to pay Jefferson, and Thielen is going to be at a point where they're going to have to move on from him or whatever it is. I'm not going to do that. I will take a cornerback for them because I think it is a heavy need. I don't love Trent McDuffie, but I think it'll put their, it's only going to boost their secondary, which is a place on this roster that needs so much help and was so apparent last year. So I am going to go with Trent McDuffie. Edge is also interesting here. It is also interesting here. Um, But for me, it's a little too early to take like a Jermaine Johnson. Um, So I'll go Trent McDuffie. I don't hate the idea of them taking a wide receiver. I love it. Look out this way. Adam Thielen. Adam Thielen, you get out a year before he's a little bit too old, a little yep. cooked. Justin Jefferson, you're going to have to pay. You'll probably end up – I mean, he's so good, you're going to end up paying him anyways. But have a second receiver like an Alave or Jamison Williams or a Drake mm-hmm. London right here, I, I totally get it, especially considering that they brought in an offensive-minded head coach. Right, 100%. I think No love they start for KJ seeing... Osborne? <laughs> no, I, I do. It's not that I don't – I love those guys over there. They have a great receiver room, and it gets looked over. But – I think realistically, if they start seeing some of these guys come off the board, the Vikings might be a team that trade up because I think with the new GM, they're going to be very assertive in everything they do. And it's going to be um, very detail oriented, like the way that Jason makes up scenarios in his head. <laughs> well, there's sort of a no man's land if they definitely want a cornerback, because those two top corners most likely will be gone by 12. Right. Or maybe they let someone take that spot. Maybe there's someone that wants to trade up and they, they head down and get a little bit more draft capital, which I don't think is a horrible option either. Yep. I like it. All right. Number 13 on the board. I have the pick. 
I think there's a lot of, I mean, it's Houston. There's a lot of different directions that they could go. I could see them going wide receiver if some of these guys fall here. But, you know, well, actually, number three, I was going to go Jermaine Johnson, but number three, you took Trayvon Walker. So, you know what? Screw it. We're going wide receiver here. We're getting the best guy <gasps> left on the board. We're going to go with Jamison Williams. What if, they get, what if they get Debo? The Texans? <laughs> that's what they're talking about. That's what's that, that's that's the whole rumor right now. Imagine. I, I can't. Oh, they have the third. Every they have so many picks. They have, they have to give them a third, right? Well, they could give what? them. They could give them thirteen. Their second. I mean, they have all these picks from the Browns, and they've they've acquired a lot from Casario. So it's possible that they would get Debo. I just don't know why they would try to accelerate their like Debo's a guy. If you're in win now mode. Why would you do that if you're three or four years away? You don't even know what Davis Mills is yet. I don't know why you would get him a Debo and try to compete this year. Uh, I'd rather have a, I think that's more of a reason for Jamison Williams. If he misses a couple games, who cares? You're the Texans. You're tanking anyways. He's the guy just that you want everyone to love game. Nico Collins and appreciate him for what he is. Okay. Just give the guy a freaking chance. Yeah. Okay. You, you have fun with that take. Uh, <laughs> oh, damn. No, I, he could be a good third wide receiver. Like Brandon Cooks, I know he got the extension, but the audacity. Whatever. All right. Jeff is up at number 14 with the Baltimore Ravens. A really interesting spot and some nice guys on the board. Yeah, there are some good guys on the board. The way this is falling, and, and the Ravens are, are a proud franchise. They've got uh they they've long been known for making good, strong draft picks, especially in the first round. Um, I think they could go offensive tackle here, but they also need a defensive end. Calais Campbell is, you know, he's getting up there. He, who knows how, how long he'll be, uh, and not only on the team, but also being able to, to go as, as well as he has. So I think they're going to go with defensive end here, an edge rusher. I, I like, I like uh, Jermaine Johnson. I, I mean, he's fallen on the board this far. And uh, I, I know that, Steph, you were kind of thinking about him earlier for your pick, but um, I think this is a fairly decent spot for him. And it, the Ravens are a team I think that he would mesh really well with and vice versa. So Jermaine Johnson is the pick. I love that if he gets the 14. It makes a lot of sense for them. Yeah. They definitely needed an edge rusher. So the perfect pick right there at number 14. I know the guy that they're, especially given the uh, draft odds right now, uh, Jordan Davis. Potentially yeah. in play here. Uh, his over mm-hmm. under is 14 and a half. But if Jermaine makes it to 14, I, I do think that that's going to end up being the pick here. All right. Dan is up on the board. No shocker. He has the Philadelphia Eagles pick. They only have two, not three this time after the trade with the Saints. Uh, so where are we going to go here at 15? All right. So there is a uh, – the Eagles have a bunch of needs, um, especially on defense where we don't really have anyone uh, that we can really hang our head on. Uh, as a as a general like a long term player, so I'm going to go ahead and uh, shore up that uh, defensive uh, backfield at the cornerback two spot by taking Andrew Booth from Clemson, mm. who I actually like over uh, McDuffie. So I was happy he was here. So Booth available at 15 or taken 15 by the Eagles. His over under in the draft market right now is somewhere in the high 20s. So. Uh, going 15 would be a bit of a surprise, but definitely cornerback, a place of need here. If McDuffie and Booth are on the board, not your own personal opinion, where do you think the Eagles would go? McDuffie. Okay. All right. That puts Steph on the board at 16 with the New Orleans Saints. 
I'm going to go wide receiver here. Uh, quarterback is somewhat tempting, but I don't think any of these guys are going to, they're going to take a liking to, they have to set Jameis up for success. Who knows what's going to happen with Michael Thomas. Even if he is to come back, they still need to pair him with someone. Uh, I'm surprised that Drake London is still sitting here with the mocks that I do. I actually probably have him possibly off the board already. Olave is where I keep, uh, who I keep drafting for them, but I am going to go Drake London because either, or I think you're, you know, you're not going to go wrong with either of these guys. I'm a little bit more partial to Drake London. So I'm going to go Drake London here uh, to, to really change that offense. Cause they, they got to get some weapons because we saw what happened last year. It just did not work. I like the idea of Drake London with Michael Thomas. Uh, I think that could be a really, really nice pairing. And yeah, for London to be here at 16, his draft prop right now is 10 and a half. So would be a little surprised if he drops to 16, but definitely would be a good place for New Orleans. All right, I'm up at 17 with my Los Angeles Chargers, my quarterback, <laughs> Justin Herbert. No one else gets to claim him, only me. They're in a really interesting situation given what is on the board right now. I see three potential options here. Number one would be Trevor Penning. Put a right tackle out there. Protect Justin Herbert. Double down on what you did last year with Rashawn Slater. Protect your best asset. Penning is an absolute monster on that right side. And it provides – he plays with a really, really nasty edge, which Slater doesn't, which may be interesting for the Chargers to kind of counterbalance each other. The second option is Jordan Davis. They did sub sign a couple of defensive tackles, including Sebastian Joseph Day, who uh, Brandon Stanley really liked from the Rams. So maybe Davis isn't a true need, but in terms of a run stuffer, someone that they absolutely need last year, he would be a great option. I'm not going with either of those guys. I'm going to try and make my quarterback as good as possible. I'm going, to, I'm going Chris Olave. I'm nice. giving Justin Herbert the best deep threat in the entire NFL draft, someone to pair with Mike Williams and to pair with Keenan Allen, someone who can streak down the field. I think Olave with the Chargers is just so money for what Herbert does great. So give me Chris Olave here at number 17. I love that pick. I love them taking a wide receiver. I think it's a, a fantastic idea. You got to wonder if you just sniped Philadelphia. No. Uh, no, he says <laughs> no. no. Okay. I like that pick, by the way. Olave to the Chargers. Is, uh, I, I like at least two other receivers above Olave, so I was never taking him. Ooh. Ooh, Ooh spicy. spicy. Uh, uh -huh. All right, so Dan is up, number 18, Philadelphia Eagles, second pick of the first round for them. All right, so I um, am also going to go uh, receiver. Um, I hope that, you know, Olave has been a link to the Eagles a bunch uh, this offseason, but I really hope they don't take him. Uh, because I think that uh, this guy is actually uh, better than than a lot of it. I'm going to take Traylon Burks for uh, for the Eagles at 18. It makes a lot of sense for what the Eagles want to do, and the fact that they took Devontae Smith last year. They're a nice balance for each other. I don't see Burks as a player that someone like the Chargers could draft. Like he he doesn't make sense. A lot of it made sense for them. Uh, I do think that. Burks makes more sense for the Eagles than Alave does. Right, exactly. Yeah, Alave is. I mean, we already have Devonta Smith, so I mean, Alave would just be redundant, honestly. In, in you have Rager too. No, we don't. He doesn't exist. No. <laughs> yeah. All but right. Traylon Burks, I think you know he he fits that that big receiver mold uh, we kind of we kind of need in the in the offense. So I'm I'm happy to take him there. I I get potentially some 
JJ Arcega Whiteside from from Traylon Burks. Big body, slow, not able to get balls to the point no, of attack. No, 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 the JJ Arcega Whiteside guy is Drake London. Oh, oh, oh. slam! Oh. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. I like it. Fair uh, enough. A little spice. All right, Jeff, you are up with the 19th pick. The New Orleans Saints are back on the board. Yes. So uh, the Saints, with their number 16 pick, went with Drake London. Good pick, Steph. Um, so wide receiver is off the board for them here, in my opinion. They they lost some, some key players on their offensive lines, particularly Teron Armstead, their left tackle, who went to Miami as a free agent. Uh, so I think that if they could get a, a left tackle here, someone who could be really strong in the run game and also for in pass protection, I think this is a great spot for Trevor Penning, the offensive tackle mauler from Northern Iowa. So I'm going to go with Trevor Penning and uh, just hope that uh, hope that he improves his uh, um, his discipline in terms of penalties. 34 penalties in college against Trevor Penning is a little concerning, but. Hopefully the right coaching and uh, you know the right opportunity there for him, and he gets that shored up. But Saints go with Penning here as a, a, a need in a good spot here and take Trevor Penning. All right. That puts Steph on the board. The 20-pick overall, the Pittsburgh Steelers, the quarterback needy Pittsburgh Steelers. There is a quarterback waiting on the board right now. Are you going to do it? Okay, so there's a few ways that we could go here. My idea is that, uh, you know, they're hoping for Malik to fall. That is not the case here. Uh, you could go, you can make an argument for a player like Jordan Davis. You also can make a strong argument for a tackle here. You could take Linderbaum even, um, which I know people are very high on him. Um, Ritter is very tempting. It's very tempting. I'm not going to lie to anyone. I'm not going to do it, though. I'm going to play it safe, and I am going to take Linderbaum. Um, I th think he comes off the board. Uh, if not, then at some point, whether I agree or not, which I don't. But So I actually put a bet in last night, Tyler Linderbaum over 28 and a half. I think he's going to end up being a second-round pick here. Uh, I don't necessarily hate the fit with the Steelers. I do think that they need to shore up their offensive line a lot especially given the fact that they used a first-round pick on Najee Harris last year and they have to protect Mitchell Trubisky or whoever ends up being the quarterback there. Uh, Linderbaum is good. He plays nasty. He's tough. He's definitely a little undersized, which may be an issue in that division. So I I like the pick. You're talking me out of it. I just thing. don't – I don't now know I wanna, that's where now they I want to take – Erase, now delete. I want to take – no, I want now. I want to change my pick. Can I change no, my pick? No, 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 we can't no, do no that. Changes. I want to change it. No, no, change, no, this changes. Is, no. Wait, let's ask Adele. Pick. He says no. He says I can because I posted his video of him dancing. Jeff. <laughs> All right, what's the change? Okay. Can oh you boy. Guys help? Can you guys vote with me? Can it be no. Raymond or can it be Ritter? No. Should we no. get weird? I'm gonna take Ritter. Ooh, ooh, I like the Ritter pick there. Do it. Lot. Take Ritter. I don't care. Risky. I like it there a lot. All I'm right. doing it. I want Ritter there. I think that they're a team. And before Ben was like totally decrepit too, he was a little bit more mobile than people remember. It's just that you haven't seen that in so long. I think that Ritter puts him in a good position. I know that there is Mitch Trubisky truthers out there. 
And that's great. And I love that journey for you. But I think that that's not going to be their future. You know, you're not finding a franchise quarterback. If you're not the guy now, you're not the guy leader. And I that has held pretty true with maybe like Tannehill we can make an argument for. But I think Ritter here, I think it's a nice fit. I think you at least get someone that has played in the NFL, has had success, and he gets can sit and develop. And it puts them in a good position. And there, you know, the line, there's a lot of uh, uh, value later on in this draft. So I'm changing my pick to Ritter. All right. So Goodell does not approve. Goldell definitely approves. I'm, I'm definitely all over Goldell. this. Goldell. Also, because I feel like I let the echo chamber affect me because I don't love Linderbaum. So I feel like I got pressured into that pick. Uh, Never call yourself Goldell again. Why? No, I, I think that I'm changing that. my name to Goldell. I think you should. <laughs> Roger. Uh, Roger Goldell. Roger I like, I think I put a big bet on Ritter to be a first round pick top 32. I think that's going to happen. I do think there's a chance that he goes above either Willis or Pickett, most likely Pickett, uh, unless Carolina goes crazy at six. So I, I like the fit to, to uh, Pittsburgh. Uh, I, he's proven that he can play outside. He's got some dynamic tools. Uh, we talked about Mike Tomlin. Needs a running quarterback. That's what he said that he's wanted after moving on from Big Ben. So I think that making sense, it makes a lot of sense here at number 20 for Pittsburgh to go quarterback. And if Desmond Ritter is there, I like it. I'm on the board, number 21, the New England Patriots. This guy, they would be ecstatic if he fell to them at number 21. It's Devin Lloyd, the top linebacker in the NFL mm-hmm. draft. I think that makes way too much sense to New England if he is there at number 21. Yeah, no brainer there, really. All right, Dan, you're up at number 22 with the Green Bay Packers. All, All the right. wide receivers came off the board in the last 11 picks. Where do we think we're, they're going to go? So I'm going to uh, assume that uh, they look at this board and um, go a little – tilt a little bit and take uh, Kenny Pickett. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> no. no, I think, I think, uh, in this position, I'm going to take George Pickens. Uh, I think Ooh. that a lot is made of his health. Uh, but I, I think if he were healthy, he'd be one of the top, if not the top receiver, uh, in this draft. So I think getting him here at uh, number 22, um, once he's healthy, he'll be the immediate uh, wide receiver one there. Uh, so I really like his lining spot in Green Bay. So the potential wide receiver options here, if you get to 22 and the top five are off of the board, Pickens, Sky Moore, I think this is way too early for uh, Christian Watson. Are there any other options that I'm missing here for wide receiver? No. Oh, Jahan Dotson, sorry. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I I like the upside of Pickens. He definitely plays that more X receiver spot that Devontae Adams is getting, you know, coming out of. There's not a whole lot of other wide receivers. I guess London's going to play that position. But all the other ones in the first round probably aren't going to play that position. So Pickens may be a great fit in Green Bay. And his ball skills uh, pretty fantastic, something that Aaron Rodgers can definitely work with. Mm-hmm. All right, we are at number 23, the Arizona Cardinals. Jeff, you have the pick. Yeah, so I think the board is is uh, actually falling pretty well for Arizona. I think that they are targeting someone on their defensive line. Uh, they do not have Chandler Jones anymore. JJ Watt is just getting older. They need someone who can come in and make a difference. Uh, someone who can be a disruptive type of pass rusher, but it can also stop the run. 
I kind of think that Jordan Davis would be really good pick here for Arizona in the desert with someone who, you know, can obviously make those changes. And, uh, you know, as the, as the team continues to evolve, especially on the defensive side of the ball, Davis is, uh, he could be someone of a, a cornerstone in their interior defensive line. I think it's a great pick if he gets to 23. And he, if he gets past, like, basically like the Saints at 19, like, he's so money. It doesn't even matter if you need a spot for him. Like, he's just that valuable in this spot. All right, Steph, you're up. Number 24, the Dallas Cowboys, your arch rivals. Uh, can't wait to see where you go here at uh, number 24. Oh, I don't know. This is just like, Dan, can you make this pick? Like, I don't, I just give don't him, really. Give him a San Diego State punter. <laughs> no. <laughs> Should no, I really me. piss them off and take like Carson Strong here? Yes. Like, that's yeah. like a take great a, pick. Linderbaum. Yeah, take Linderbaum. Linderbaum, they need a center. And a guard. Fine. Uh, I, you know, I don't know that I love that. I could see them even going Steph, like a Devontae Steph, Wyatt. I, I know who you should take. I know who you should take. No. It's the old lineman that we talked about before. We talked about this morning. Your guy. What? Oh, which one? My, like, Tyler Smith guy? Yes. <laughs> that is spicy as hell. <laughs> That's what I would take here. Oh, God. No, I'm going to take Linderbaum because I don't want to deal with my DMs later. So you can take Linderbaum <laughs> and like, be happy with it. Um, but I agree. I think Tyler Smith is one of those guys that is totally getting overlooked. He is one of the nastiest linemen, I think, in this draft, if not the. He is awesome. Um, and I would not be surprised if he goes in the first round. All right. So I'm they don't deserve that. So. <laughs> I'm on the board here, number 25 with the Buffalo Bills. I'm between three players. I think that there's a chance they go running back and surprise and go Brees Hall. I'm not going to do that. I don't think any running back is worth a first round pick. They so get him for five be- years, though. Yeah. Okay. Well, so that's I, I, whole career. Unless, of course, he uh, is plays off the charts and wants a contract after year three. That might happen. Uh, I I could see them. I could see them going wide receiver. I know that they have Diggs and resign him. I know they have Gabe Davis. Cole Beasley's old. I don't even know if he's on the team anymore. He's not. I don't know. If no. I, I don't know. If, good. So great. Emmanuel Sanders. I don't even know if he's on the team anymore. So maybe Jahan Dotson's a great pick here. I can't do it. I I think that they're going to go defense. There's one guy on the board that I think that they would really want. Defensive end from Purdue, George Ooh. Karloftis. Ooh, I kind of like that. 26, the Tennessee Titans. Dan, you are on the board. Titans, this is interesting. All right. So I think that uh, the Titans, uh, with all this uh, like AJ Brown uh, drama, uh, I'm going to assume that he stays for this pick, at least in, uh, in Tennessee. Uh, so I think one of the things that isn't talked about uh, a lot is the the last image of you know Titans being in the playoffs the past couple of years and then Ryan Tannehill being a bum and throwing three interceptions against the Bengals. Uh-oh. So, oh, so oh, that corral oh, here. Uh oh, oh, at quarterback for the Tennessee Titans. Shots fired. Who? Wow. Oh, Matt Corral. Matt Corral. No, you didn't. I no, did. did. I did. 
Yes, he did. Dude, I get that you are feeling yourself without that beard. I am. It's a whole new new me. Wow. Yeah, Matt Corral there. I think, uh, you know, he's owed a bunch of money. Uh, He doesn't have any more guaranteed money left on his contract. So, I mean, why not? I don't hate the angle of them taking a quarterback. It's just, I actually like Matt Corral more than Kenny Pickett. I'm just, I know it's not going to, he's not going to get drafted ahead of him, but really, really interesting. Thank you. I try. All right. Number 27, Jeff, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers feel like they have to almost go offensive line here. Is that what you're thinking? Uh, not particularly, although they could. (laughs) They, they could. Uh, of course, offensive line is, is important, especially for Tom Brady. Um, eh, what, what were you thinking, Tyler Smith here? I Yeah, I was kind of thinking like a Zion Johnson ah, or okay. um, maybe Kenyon Green, something like that. They've got, they've got some, I don't want to say needs, but they have some areas that I think would be good for them. The defensive line being one, corner being another, offensive line being a third. Oh man. Um I mean that's not a bad that's not a bad pick, Zion Johnson, actually, or, or Kenyon Green. Um Kenyon Green actually would be pretty he'd be a good fit in that offensive line. Uh you know what? I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna change up. I'm gonna say Kenyon Green, the the uh the guard out of Texas AM. And uh, we'll see exactly, you know, where he fits. Most likely the left guard, I'm thinking. Uh, who was it that uh, retired left guard? Ali Marpet. Thank you. Thank you. I couldn't think of his name. Um, yeah. And uh, he'd be a good replacement for him. Of course, Tom Brady wants to have that strong line. He's always had success when he's had a strong line. So, yeah, that's a good pick there. I like that. Kenyon Green. All right. We are down to our last five picks here of round one. Green Bay Packers are on the board, number 28. Steph, you have the selection. I hate how the board has kind of fallen for them here, but I think I'm going to take Devontae Wyatt, which I understand you probably can make an argument for the line here, but I think that for Joe Barry, this is great for his defensive front, and you just kind of secure that aspect of this entire roster, and uh, Devontae Wire is a fantastic player. I wanted to take Travis Jones, but I don't know that everyone else is as high on him as I am. So uh, I'll keep it a little bit more realistic here. Although I do think he probably goes in the first round. I, I think that, you know, the Green Bay defense has had a lot of success with these run stuff or nose tackles. And I think that Wyatt can play in that mold. Uh, so I, I like the pick for Green Bay there, especially considering that they got their wide receiver at uh, at 22. I do think, based on the way that Green Bay has operated in the past, this could be a prime trade-down spot for someone looking to get a quarterback and moving up here. This would be a good one for, uh, well, Green Bay and Detroit wouldn't trade, but this is a spot where I could see Detroit trading trading from 32 or 34, moving up and getting a quarterback here. Uh, All right, I'm on the board, number 29, with the Kansas City Chiefs, who have back-to-back picks, 29-30. I actually have both guys lined up that I want. So I got to try and play this out, see who Dan's not going to take here. The two guys <laughs> the two guys that I want if I were Kansas City here would be Daxton Hill or Sky Moore. Mm. I'm going to go, you know, screw it. Let's have some fun. Sky Moore, wide Woo! receiver, Western Michigan. 
That's wow. my pick here for the Kansas City Chiefs at number 29. That's a fun one. Well done. Well and done. Dan, fun for Dan you follow it up with number 30. <clears throat> Kansas City. All right. So I'm, I like this guy more pick. Um, I think, you know, he's a, he's on the smaller end at 5'10". Uh, so I don't know that uh, where he would fit, honestly, in, in the current Chiefs wide receiver room. So I'm going to correct that mistake and take Christian Watson. What? Right Whoa! You can't take two <laughs> receivers. That's not how that works. Yeah, I can. Yeah, I can. I no. Christian Watson. Oh. Juju Smith-Schuster just Gold said. Goldolf. Someone uh -oh. good. All, someone fix that. You can't do <laughs> I, that. I, you got to pick someone else. Ask Goldell. No, I don't. No, no. I, yes, I, you I, do. I pick, no. Pick Override. Christian no. I think anyone no. will do it. No. No, well, that, no. that's fine, but given given the board, fine, 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 fine. <laughs> I'm, gonna go, I'm gonna go defense then. I'll take N'Kobe Dean because I don't know why he's still sitting there, at pick thirty. But he could, uh, you know, he could be the uh, the captain of their defense uh, for a long time. Uh, I really love him. I, I really want the Eagles to take him, even though the Eagles will never take a linebacker. So I'd be cool with them taking him at like eighteen or fifteen. Uh, but the fact that he's down here, uh, he's the second best linebacker in my opinion, uh, on the same tier as Lloyd. Uh, he's a little on the shorter side, but I think for what the Chiefs want to do on defense, he, he's perfect for them. Where, so. You are like a size hater. This guy has literally – he doesn't like Sky more because he's too little. Now you're they saying what did you say? he's more. a little They're short. Really you know guy. what? They don't need yeah, another you, short guy. You need to – I'm texting your wife. You need to grow your beard That's back. You're out of control, <laughs> dude. This guy's out of control. He's going to take a wide receiver back to back. Oh, our <laughs> show is going to be rich after this. All right. 31, Jeff, you're on the board. Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, who do you like here? They could go offensive line here, and they could also go corner because I'm not sure if Eli Apple is the answer. Chidobi uh, Awuzie is, you know, he's not, not a bad player. Um, but I think they need someone who can come in and compete with Eli Apple. I was thinking either Roger McCreary or Kyrie Elam as a possibility here. Um, but you know, you also, you, you threw that, you dangled that carrot of Tyler Smith, uh, which would be a nice fit. That would be an, a, I mean, especially because they, they got Lyle Collins um, in, in free agency as their right tackle. They have Jonah Williams that left um, man. If they added Tyler Smith, that'd be interesting, but I'm going to skip on Tyler Smith. I'm going to go with, who I think is the better corner of the two, and that's Kyer Elam, the corner out of Florida. Right. You don't have much competition against Eli Apple, that's for sure. You don't like him? Eli Apple? Oh, no. sorry. I thought you were talking about Elam. <laughs> no, I do like him a lot. Gotcha. All yes, right. that's my pick. So I have the last pick here, 32 Detroit Lions. I don't think this will happen. <laughs> I don't think this will happen. You do. I don't think that I don't think the four quarterbacks are going to be taking the first round. But I do think that Detroit is going to take a quarterback at either thirty-two or thirty-four. You make the same pick that I did. If you did the I, if you do the same I, thing, or if I, they don't do it, Jason, someone could come up and trade them. Yes, for that pick for, and take a quarterback here to get that sure. fifth-year option. I think that this pick or this range will be the Desmond Ritter pick. But I can't believe Wait. he's still on the board. I can't believe he's still on the board. So he's not Kenny, Kenny Pickett. Come on oh. down. Detroit Lions 32. <laughs> there it is. I hate this. That. Is not, this is not what I would do. This is, I feel like I'd rather Sam Howell go there. Ooh, okay. 
Oh, all right. So let's now let's talk about some snubs. How about some snubs that didn't make it in the first round? I I have a list. I have a list. <laughs> you have a list right. already? I have I have a list. Already. Zion, Zion Johnson. Yeah. No. Snub. Bernard Raymond. Snub. Daxon um, Hill. I, I agree with Daxon Hill. Hill. Yeah. yeah Hill, Hill is. I'm just Travis Jones. Listen. Travis Jones. Boyo Mafe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe. That's the extent of my list that I have right here. Where did uh, where did McDuffie go again? In the, in he went the... early to he went uh, Minnesota, uh, right? Well, yeah. yeah, it was a really good pick. Oh, okay. Jahan uh, Jahan Dotson. Yeah, yeah, maybe. not in the first round. Christian Watson, Dan's guy, not in the first round. Also, Bo Melton, not in the first round. Oh. Calvin Austin, not in the first round. Oh, no I would have taken him too. I would have taken Bo. If I had the last pick with Detroit, I would have taken Bo just because. Oh, Kansas City would also have Christian Watson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Apparently, I can't make my own picks now. No, no Brees Hall. You just can't make round. ridiculous No picks. running back. You pick the No running back. No tight end. Yeah, no tight end. Kansas City is not taking back-to-back wide receivers, well, man. Like, not, you not, have to, like, not, at least try to participate in the I don't think Dan did his homework. Oh, my you, don't think they would take, you don't think there's any chance they would take Sky Moore? No, not even. Why? Because they don't need him. They don't need the type of receiver that he is. They already have that. You're, why? Because he's small. No, because the 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 kind of route running and stuff. They don't need the middle of the field like mm-hmm. guy, like the the yards after the catch guy. They have those. They need the big, you know, like alpha guy that they lost with Tyreek. And Christian Watson is the perfect guy for that. Well, I disagree. I actually well, like this fine. guy more. I pick, pick him anyway. If Sky Moore, okay, here comes a bet. If Sky Moore gets drafted by Kansas City at 29 and 30, you have to get a tattoo on your ass that says Sky, S K Y Y. No, it has to say Smalls. <laughs> <laughs> Dan, first of all, do you have any tattoos as it is? I don't actually. I don't okay. Oh, well, wow. that would be even better. Imagine that's... your first tattoo is a small tattoo. Now that's awesome. It can be. It can be a henna tattoo. I'm not going to make you get a no. permanent one. No, no. Steph, that's we weak. have to make this with it. I'm not going to make him permanently tattoo his body. Fine. Well, then if, if that's the henna, case, then we but, do his neck. Yeah, neck is fine, but we, we obviously have to get all sorts of pictures of it. Your wife is going to do like a full photo shoot with you with this guy on your neck. Deal. I'll get, I'll get a henna tattoo. Yes. Uh, yes. Okay. Love it. Fantastic. At 29? 29 or 30. Oh, all right. Fine. I, yeah, one or the other. You said they're I'm not going to take him, so they're not going to take him. Fine. Right. I agree. Okay. You and the tattoo to... has to be on your face so that when we do the show, I'll put it right it. on my forehead. Yes. How's that? Jeff, yes. clip yes. it. Clip it. Clip that. <laughs> I clip will. That. We will put it out on I social. Support that. <laughs> which well, which one? I'll put it on my forehead. You yeah. have to pick whatever tattoo it is. Steph, All right. You can pick whatever tattoo it is and it goes right on his forehead. <laughs> you guys heard it. Like, this really heard sp- it, right? This really got spicy. All right. We need to end the podcast now so Dan can't say anything else the rest of the podcast. <laughs> Good thing we're recording after this. <laughs> All right. Uh, that does it. This has been an awesome experience. I actually want to do this again next week. Uh, to see next where, week. Where we, yeah, to see where we net out on this. Um, it's been a pleasure. Go play Big Board Showdown right now. Go listen to Every Day is Draft Day, which they are recording literally in five minutes. Um, yeah, go join all the seven stakes contests. And uh, yeah, can't wait for the NFL draft. We are only eight days away. I can't believe it. I'm so ready for this thing to get started. It's so soon. I can't believe Tennessee took Matt Corral.
That's what <laughs> that, happened. That was and, the biggest shock, in my opinion, of the, of the entire first if, round here. Imagine if Eagle Dan FF was a GM at this rate. Oh, my gosh. It's like Gettleman on drinking like ever clear. So, yeah. I would never take a running back at note second overall. I mean, voice oh, is God. Okay, Rager. I'm done. Can we have an episode of that enough? I need a can, break from Dan. Can, can you have, can you change your Twitter handle to what Gettleman on Everclear? That's that's yes, your new Twitter. I can. Handle. <laughs> I'm gonna make a bot like one of those fake yeah. or like burners. I'm gonna make a yeah. Gettleman on okay. Everclear, and I'm just gonna post ridiculous mods. There we go. Perfect. All right. Sounds good. Thanks, guys. It's been a pleasure. <laughs> See ya. Everybody go play Big Board Showdown. See you later. See ya. Yeah.